tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. It's your daily dose of Donna on Friday, March 10th. March 10th is a day that like 310. I feel like this is a day that a lot of people have birthdays. I've met a lot of March 10th birthdays. So if your birthday is today and you're listening, happy freaking birthday. It's Friday. As you know, it's my happy day. Although I will say you guys know me well enough to know this. What makes me happy? Friday, Saturday. What makes me not happy? Effing rain. And today on this Friday, we have so much rain here in Los Angeles, so much rain, pouring rain, baseball's canceled for the weekend, sports are canceled, events are canceled, like I'm done. Listen, we pay a lot of money to live in Los Angeles, okay? It's expensive. We pay to send our kids to a good school. We pay a lot of property taxes. We pay a lot of money to live here in Los Angeles for there to be such shitty weather. So uh, by the time, uh, you know, I come back on Monday, you guys... Someone better have done something. Don't they know how important our moods are? We need some good weather in this bee. Okay, welcome you guys to any of my new listeners. This is Daily Dose of Donna. It's a daily talk show where I get to kind of give you guys some pop culture, celeb gossip, something that's going on in the world, maybe something that's going on in my own personal life. The reviews are coming in. The ratings are coming in. You guys, I appreciate you so much. Anyone that's listening, if you are able to go to your homepage, the podcast show, you go to the show and then you scroll down and you click five stars. Five stars is all I want. If it's not five stars, please don't give it to me. Like I love you. Maybe four stars. But who, I don't need an, any more one-star ratings because I'm not talking about Dave Hollis anymore. All the Dave Hollis people went crazy on me as if I was like his enemy. <sighs> Okay, we're not going to get into that. I don't want to spiral into Dave Hollis land again. Um, today, what we're going to talk about is just a couple of different news stories because, you know, Van- Vanderpump Rules is still there, but nothing crazy has happened and I need to put it to bed for the moment. I just, I don't want to get sick of it and I'm getting sick of it. But I'll start with like a Vanderpump adjacent story, which is Stassi Schroeder. So Stassi, who used to be on Vanderpump, just announced that she's pregnant. Her news got completely shoved under the under the news cycle because it was literally within days of the scamdaval, scandaval, scammed, scumdaval. And um, but she's having a boy. She just announced today on her Patreon. So her and Stassi Schroeder and her husband Bo Clark are having their second child. You know, I love following Stassi. Stassi to me is a fun follow. She has, you know, she's been canceled. She's gone through the ringer. And I really don't believe she deserved all the shit she got for what she did. Like, the, I, you guys are going to come after me probably, but I think the crime was worse or the punishment was worse the, than the crime, in my opinion. Okay? 
in my opinion. But luckily, she's been able to kind of pull herself back out. And she has, you know, a successful, probably not as, but a successful life and career. And she seems happy. She seems happy. She's got a, a home. She's got an adorable daughter. She's got a husband. Now she's pregnant for the second. She's got a two podcasts that do well, a Patreon, et cetera. I'm sure she's doing fine. Okay. Um, let's let's just call her that she's doing fine. So she's having a little baby boy. I think that's so cute. You know, I'm a boy mom. And if you guys have kids, then maybe you'll recognize this, like having the child that maybe you weren't expecting sex-wise or gender-wise. So I always thought I was going to be a girl mom. Like 100% that was just like it was going to happen. I, I have sisters only. And so I was sure I was going to have, a, you know, all girls. So when I found out that my first was a boy, I was actually really not bummed at all. I was kind of excited. I was like, that's really cute. I'm going to have an older boy and a younger daughter. How fun for me. Until I had my second and then I found out at nine weeks that he was also a boy. And when I tell you it put me into depression, if you are – listening to this and you think that, you know, that's like, you know, a spoiled entitled problem and you should just be so lucky you're pregnant. You're right. And also, and <laughs> you're right. And I was devastated. <laughs> Not that I, you know, I knew I was lucky to be pregnant. I knew I was lucky to have a little baby growing in me, but I was devastated to have two boys. Cause I was like two and done. I really didn't think I was ever going to have more than two. And I still won't have more than two because raising kids is expensive and hard. And I also need to like, you know, be able to live my life, which brings me to my next story that I wanted to kind of bring up because this is an interesting one. And this is a debatable conversation y'all. So please don't come after me. Well, actually tell me your thoughts, but this idea of like having kids and not having kids by choice, right? So Seth Rogen appeared this week on um, on the podcast, uh, The Mind of a CEO, I believe. Stephen Bartlett is the guy's name. I'm going to find out because I subscribe and I listen to most of it. Um, it is, the podcast is called The Diary of a, St- a CEO with Stephen Bartlett. And um, Lucy Hale was just on the show a couple weeks ago, and that was a really good episode. But Stephen Bartlett interviewed Seth Rogen. And by the way, if you guys like Seth Rogen at all, like you're going to love this interview. His laugh is so distinguishable. It's like you listen to it and immediately you're, you know, you understand exactly who you're like listening to. It's Seth Rogen. You, it's, you cannot confuse him with anyone else. So Seth Rogen is married. And he straight up said on the podcast that not having kids by choice has really helped him succeed. This is a conversation that I think a lot of people get like really in a tizzy about this idea of choosing to have kids or not choosing to have kids. Those people that have chosen to have kids for some reason, take it really personally when someone says that they chose not to have kids. I don't get that. I as someone that wanted kids and has kids and as am happy to have kids, I personally don't understand the idea of being upset at someone for not wanting to have kids. I am so happy that you don't want to have kids if you don't want to have kids. Like, I'm so happy that you're comfortable and, and able to say that out loud. Because to me, if you're not like wanting to have kids 120%, don't have kids. Like, don't have kids at 89% sure. If you seriously are trying to, you know, force yourself into wanting to have kids and you're not like over the moon, 100% sure, trust me when I tell you, 
maybe you won't regret it. Maybe it's going to end up being the love of your life and you'll be, you'll be so happy, but you have to love having kids or wanting kids so badly to do a good job because it's so damn hard. It's like for people that ask me, you know, I want to start a podcast or I want to start a business or I want to write a book or I want to join this new gym. Do you like, just like the idea of it or do you absolutely want it and obsess over it and love it so much? Cause the work that it takes to keep anything like this alive, you know, I'm not connecting kids and and a podcast necessarily. Although I will say it's very similar. It's a lot of like watering, right? Kids are hard. Puppies are hard. All of these things are hard. So like if your kids are like, I want a puppy, you're not going to run out and just get a puppy because you know how much work that's going to be. And this is for life. So for Seth Rogen to say, you know, I always think I have this one girlfriend who is an online entrepreneur, online coach, and she's a few years older than me, and she's insanely successful. But she doesn't have kids. And I used to compare my journey to hers. I used to say to myself, like, if I, why can't I make as much money as her during these launches? Why can't I succeed like the way she does? Why can't I, you know, work all weekend and write so much and like create so, whatever. I used to have all these like what ifs and I wish. And the truth is that she honestly, like she doesn't have the distraction that kids bring to your life by choice. She doesn't want kids. And now I realize I can't compare my journey to her. She's doing amazing. I don't know how I would do if I didn't have kids. The amount of energy and stress and like interruptions and distractions that kids offer is so high. Like this week I had... One of my kids homesick Monday and Tuesday and the other one homesick on Thursday. So that's three days out of five days where I had kids at home. It's not a normal day, right? Even if they're totally self-sufficient and just watching TV the entire day, you still have to make sure that they they need to eat. Maybe they have a question for you. Maybe they need the Wi-Fi is broke. Like there's constantly something that's happening it definitely distracts. Plus, that's not even to mention all of the time that you have to put in, like going to the school and making sure that their kids, they're at their activities and making sure that they're in bed. Like my nighttimes are separated between like before bedtime and after bedtime. After bedtime is like when I get my me time, you know what I mean? But before bedtime, it's like I get a little bit of me time. They're young. They're not like as young, but I get a little bit of me time. But it's definitely a little bit more challenging. So Seth Rogen saying this out loud that he is, that he believes not having kids has helped him succeed. Like if he gets hate for this, then that's their own insecurity. And I really don't understand why this has to be such a debate. I really don't. I think if you don't want kids, like peace be with you, like Go, go and like enjoy that life of yours. And if you do want kids, also the same. But then let's talk about this idea. I want kids, but I'm going to complain about having kids. Or I don't want kids, but then I'm going to complain about feeling lonely. Like, where do we go there? But I do like the idea that he made a conversation about it. And I wonder if he's going to get backlash for it. I wonder if people are taking it personally. I'm sure some moms are. But if you honestly can say that having kids is nothing, is not distracting at all and has not changed your, you know, your journey in like the online business space or whatever, you are severely mistaken. You are like, you've got to be, right? It's just, it doesn't make any sense why you would think that kids 
help. Now, maybe they do actually. There are some state, like some parts of having kids that I think is definitely like a little bit helpful. So anyway, Seth Rogen said that I adore him for that. I think it's wonderful and like go and continue to make, you know, great movies for us with all that time. Okay. Then let's talk about another kid story that just like shocked me a little, Matthew Lawrence and Chili. Chili from the band Scrubs. So Chili is 52 years old and Matthew Lawrence is in his 40s. I think he's early 40s. And they are now in love. Now, Matthew Lawrence, you know him from being one of the Lawrence brothers, like Joey Lawrence, the middle brother. Remember Joey Lawrence from Blossom? Whoa. Dancing with the stars. Did I do a good Joey? So Matthew Lawrence, let me just tell you something. I'm going to give you guys a little story about Matthew Lawrence, okay? Matthew Lawrence was always the cute one in my eyes. I still think actually he's probably the cute one. There is something about the middle one being the cute one now that I think about it, right? Is that like, let's talk about this. Hanson, when I was, you know, in the 90s, Hanson, the band, the middle one was a cute one. Jonas Brothers. Yes, a lot of people like Nick. But I feel like, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think like who is, you know, Joe Jonas to me is like, Think Nick is cute, very cute. Joe Jonas was always like the hot one, right? He's the middle. Like the oldest one, it was a little bit like kind of off. <laughs> like the oldest Hanson. Joey Lawrence was always a little too like feminine for me, maybe chiseled. And um, and then in the Jonas Brothers, the older one, yeah, just like not the cute. The, no hate towards any of these, but Matthew Lawrence was always the hottest one in my opinion. So back in the nineties, I'm in Hollywood Boulevard. I'm on Hollywood Boulevard at a, uh, Halloween costume store. It's still there. It's like one of those like huge stores. And I was there with, I, I, I imagine my mom was there. I mean, it was high school and my sister, and I was walking down the aisles alone and Matthew Lawrence was there and he and I start to kind of chat. And I think he's probably like one or two years older than me. Maybe he's my age. And he acts like we like have a little flirt situation going on. And he asked me for my number and I gave it to him. And I thought I was the coolest person ever. Never heard it from him. I got ghosted by Matthew Lawrence at 14. But like, what a cool experience, right? Anyway, Matthew Lawrence is, was with Cheryl Burke, who was Dancing with the Stars, right? She's on Dancing with the Stars. She's one of the professional dancers. They divorce. Supposedly, he cheats on Cheryl Burke with Chili. No idea if that's true. Besides the point now. Chili is in her 50s. And now they're talking about that they want kids. So I'm just a little bit confused by that one. I don't know if she can still have kids. Can you still have kids at 52? But I find that really interesting that, you know, here's another little thing that I'm going to take from this. I saw a little article where it said like Matthew Lawrence said like the love of my life, chili, or like I've never felt like a love like this or something like that. If my husband and I divorced and then he found someone else and said, she's the love of my life, this new one's the love of my, I would feel so like I would die. Oh, right. (laughs) The sound effects are big on this one. I do have someone in real life who I know whose husband cheated on her, posted a picture on Facebook, said, I've looked my whole life for the, for a love like this. Vom, right? Vom. 
The vom is short for vomit. So anyway, listen, the cheating thing brings me back to Vanderpump. Lisa Vanderpump was on Watch What Happens Live and she mentioned something which is like, don't take this too seriously, okay? Let's not like kill them as people. It's infidelity and it happens all the time. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that I think everyone cheats in some capacity. Like how many times can you hear about cheating stories in the public? Everyone, every celebrity. And if they haven't been seen or like coming out as cheating, it's like a rumor that they have. Like Kyle and Amanda from Summer House. Now apparently there's some big open secret that they're cheating on, that he's been cheating on her. Like it's a known thing in New York. I'm telling you, man. It's an interesting world we live. Maybe this is just celebrity. I don't know. Okay, you guys, it's Friday, 15 minutes. You know that's kind of where I try to keep this show at. Thank you so much for the subscribes, for the love. I hope you have an amazing, amazing, amazing weekend. And hopefully when I see you on Monday or come back on Monday, it's going to be nice and sunny. Let's hope some good pop culture stories break. The Oscars are on Sunday night. I'm going over to my friend Dave and Aaron's. We're going to watch the Oscars. Follow me on Instagram at This Is Donna Bowling if you want to see my stories as I go through it. Um, let's check out the dresses. Let's like do a little deep dive that night. I'll talk to you guys later. Have a good one. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC.